I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now to talk a little NBA in-season tournament is Rick Camp from 4 for 4 and BetSports. Rick, thank you so much for joining us. Let's jump on into what we learned from last night. As the Indiana Pacers outlast the Celtics, uh, Halliburton gets his triple-double. Nicely done there. Uh, but in terms of a one-game sample size, which I know you can't you know, read too much into that, but what did we learn about the Pacers and the Celtics from last night that maybe is actionable for them going forward? I think it allows a little bit of questioning that we still had about the Celtics in terms of, okay, you have Drew Holiday now, but is that enough to really, yes, it's going to help you a lot defensively. And just Indiana's so good offensively, and Halliburton had such a great game. I don't put too much of that on Derek White and Drew Holiday for how they played. But I, I think it's interesting. Just you can still have questions down the stretch with the Celtics. And for as much as they seem like they are the team in the East right now, those same questions that we had last year that we've had with, you know, with the Jays are still questions. And it's fair to, you know, say, okay, if you, even if you assume that they are the team in the East, there is no reason to assume they're going to beat the Nuggets because the Nuggets have proven they have two guys that understand how to do it in the clutch. And the Celtics are still figuring that out on that type of scale. And for Indiana, you know, I, I don't know how sticky their defense is going to be that, you know, with how they were able to play. Cause if they're able to play just a little bit better defense, then I think they'll be fine. But I, I still think that Indiana's good. Indiana, I picked them to win their group. Like I, I had that bet, so that was nice, but I didn't think they'd be able to do enough to advance any further, so credit to them for that. All right, let's uh, look ahead to tonight and how we're going to bet this, and we'll stick with the Eastern Conference since that's what we're discussing. How about uh, the Bucks as five-point favorites over the next total of 229? How are you attacking it? I think it's interesting that this came off a of four-and-a-half a little bit this morning. Uh, it seemed like it had mm -hmm. been fairly sticky there, but it has moved. I don't really have a lean on the side. And in games like that, where I'm a little, I have questions on the actual side and total of the game. I kind of like in, in the props market to just take smaller parts of a unit and just play some long shots. So I was talking with our guy noops this morning, and we both kind of agreed that Jalen Brunson at 10 to one for 40 plus points 
makes a whole lot of sense. He had 45 in their first matchup with the Bucks going back to playing a bunch of drop with Brooke Lopez, but not having the defenders to really, you know, push down the ball handler towards Brooke Lopez. I think it really gives those point guards a lot of opportunity, even with the Bucks defense having improved a bit. You know, Brunson is going to get the volume. We saw that in the playoffs last year. So I'm kind of viewing this as how do these teams function in a playoff setting? Jalen Brunson's usage becomes even more. So I think that is going to be a thing for him. And so 40 plus points is how I'm attacking that one at, you know, just like a tenth of a unit, maybe two tenths of a unit if you're really feeling frisky about it for uh, Jalen Brunson to go 40 plus. Yeah, so I'm curious about on the Western side. We we still got your audio, Rick, but I think well, there you are. Maybe you yeah, he back reconnected. So wanted to check, make sure we got you. Perfect. So on the West, we've got the Suns, who I guess after about 20 ish games, they seem to be playing a lot better basketball. Things are starting to click for them. They've lost a couple games to the Lakers. The Lakers are favorites in this one, one and a half point favorites. Is this a chance for the Suns to beat the Lakers, or what side do you like here? I lean to the Suns in this one, but I think if I'm going to play anything in this game, it's going to be Devin Booker PRA. It's at like 40 and a half, 41 and a half, depending on where you look right now. And it just went, again, when I think of playoffs, his usage goes through the roof and the Lakers have issues against point guards. And even though we don't think of Devin Booker as a point guard, that's functionally what he is right now for the Suns. I believe in the last two weeks, the Lakers are giving up the third most points to point guards. And just, I don't know how they're necessarily going to slow him down unless they want to trap. So if they want to come and trap Booker, even though we know he doesn't like that in terms of pickup in the summer, he's gotten better at dealing with that when it comes to like a playoff setting. And he showed that a bit last year that he's improved in that area. So that's why I'd almost rather just kind of encapsulate all the categories because it makes a lot of sense in terms of he is a strong rebounder in the playoffs. Now a couple playoffs ago on their uh, finals run, uh, Ken Barkley and I, that was one of our things was Booker rebound overs. The fact that he has to be the facilitator right now, he does get a lot of uh, potential assists. So I think even if the ball is getting taken out of his hands more, he's still going to get his, he has a high baseline with his usage. So I'd rather just, this is one of the few times where I'd rather just take that PRA. That makes a whole lot of sense. Makes a whole lot of sense. For those who want to bet on who will win the end season tournament, should they pick a team right now? Should they wait after the results of tonight? And is there a team that stands out that perhaps offers some value? I've, I'm mad at myself for not, just straight picking the Pelicans. I picked Zion MVP and had a boost to get it to 64 to one uh, on that. Mm. Just because when I was thinking of how to attack the in-season tournament in general, think upside, small sample upside for some of these teams, especially when you consider like coming into the year, when I was making these bets preseason, we didn't know necessarily would the Celtics gel. They have a lot of guys with injury concerns. So, oh, Porzingis is out right now. So, you know, maybe some of those teams have more question marks to them. The Pelicans have always been a team where if they're healthy, they have huge upside. And now getting a guy like Trey Murphy back, who I think might have a value in an award market, uh, I just absolutely think that 
the depth that they have, even though depth doesn't quite matter as much, but the versatility they have to play different ways and the fact that they've kind of figured out how they need to play right now gives them a lot of value right now in this small type of sample to where I really do think the Pelicans can win this thing. You are uh, pessimistic by nature. I think I, I can yes. say that. No, you as long <laughs> as, as I have. <laughs> In most situations, unless it comes to the NBA, because anything NBA related just makes you smile. Uh, curious yes. your thoughts on how this works, how you thought it would work going in. And then now that it's almost over, how you think it's worked? And if leagues like the NHL or Major League Baseball are going to consider it if it's been that successful tv ratings would say that it has been yeah to me my biggest question was will the players buy in once the players Hmm. really seem to buy in i thought okay this really has a chance to be good and then just seeing that and and it could be prisoner of the moment too just like seeing that atmosphere in it like the fact that it was indiana and sacramento hosting games on the first night of knockout was really perfect because it's two markets that really need that. They want that feeling of like, they get their pseudo playoff feel, whether they're going to get it in the playoffs or not. The Kings obviously got it last year. The the Pacers could this year. So I think that helped a ton for setting the tone for what we're going to see the rest of the way. And honestly, I understand like the Boston markets, the Boston market, but Having a team that really values this, maybe even more, like maybe not more than a title, but like for realistic expectations, I think it's cool to have teams like the Pelicans and the Pacers to where this is a good stepping stone for them. Like you think of how the Suns and the bubble going 8-0 and those weird games coming back was really a way for them to catapult their franchise and really kind of define who they are and know that they had to move forward. This could be that for one of these franchises. So I really like, I, I like it a lot. And I'm worried about the Vegas stuff though, because of afternoon games and the short turnaround. So I don't know if fan bases are going to be able to, to get to Vegas in time to really be able to do that. So I don't know if the broadcasts are going to have to manufacture some stuff to make it seem like a bigger environment than it feels in that building at the time. Hmm. Something tells me people will always find a way to get to Vegas. <laughs> Especially this um, time of year. You gave us a, yeah, yeah right. you gave us a couple props that you like. Any other props for tonight? And then there's also a bunch of games tomorrow, too, if you have your eye on any matchups there. Nothing else so far tonight. Usually in this situation, I know Eric Gordon's questionable. So someone that I've been on a long time now, and I think I've mentioned on the show before, when multiple guards are out for the Suns, play Jordan Goodwin rebounds over. Uh I texted Joe about this when he was on vacation, not realizing he was on vacation that it got lined wrong when Booker was out or, and uh, over five and a half was 11 to one. And that hit. So that was, that was a nice, oh. hit for me, but I know. Sorry, Joe. I tried but, to uh, bet it. Like it wouldn't let me hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Yeah. I, I, Where hey, was my was text, just... Rick? Yeah, Rick. Stop <laughs> hogging yeah. your advice. Yeah. I know. Well, to be fair, I'm a jerk. So that's just kind of what it is. But yeah, for the so, rest of tonight, as of right now, I don't have anything because usually I like to target like lower usage guys, uh, guys that might be hitting the other categories. But with it being more of like a playoff type atmosphere, as we've kind of seen so far, those guys, their roles are less stable. So I don't feel as comfortable if Eric Gordon is out along with Beal that, you know, last game, Jordan Goodwin had maybe 19 minutes instead of like 22, 23. If that rebounding line is going to be three and a half, I'm a little more skeptical of it. So I'm probably going to wait till closer to tip till we get a little more clarity, but that's at least someone that I'm keeping an eye on. And I'm still so taught. I'm very torn on the other game. I've been thinking about Malik Beasley over 12, over his points prop and over his three point prop has been great lately. Low key. He's been getting as much, if not more work, especially from the corners than Chris Middleton, but the Knicks are good against two guards, but they also do allow a lot of corner threes. So just do, I want to take that. Those are a couple angles. I haven't bet anything on quite yet, but I'm at least looking at uh, for the rest of tonight's slate. It is December. And in the Western Conference, Minnesota and Oklahoma City are first and second, respectively, in the standings. And then in the Eastern Conference, the Orlando Magic is second. Of these three teams, which is the biggest fraud? Hmm. Probably Orlando, even though I, I've i liked Orlando for a while. I took them preseason to, uh, to win their division. Uh, at 10 to one. So I've got that ticket, but I just, I don't know that they're going to be able to sustain because their offense is their offense is, is they need one. They need a guard. They need a guard in their starting lineup to be consistent. Like they have the Orlando magic have not had a top 20 offense in well over a decade over the course of a season. <laughs> so it's just something that they struggle with and i doubt they're going to be at a point where they feel like they have to push in a little bit so i think just offensive inconsistency even with franz taking another step and he's been great lately uh you know if it wasn't for tyrese maxi you know i i think he should probably have a better spot in uh in terms of most improved but 
Orlando's probably the biggest fraud in that Oklahoma City, even with saying we're not going to be able to rebound the ball and that's fine. They're doing well. I think their shooting might regress a little bit, but I still think they're going to end up being a top six team. And I think Minnesota's absolutely legit considering they've been able to do this when they've barely been healthy all year. Like Jaden McDaniels is someone that I thought could be first team all defense this season. And I think the only thing that's going to really stop him is missing the amount of games he's going to. But if he comes back and you're able to have everybody else there, like go bear at this point is damn near a runaway defensive player of the year. uh, I think Minnesota is absolutely legit, especially if Ant continues to develop, maybe figures out how to tweak his shot profile in the clutch. That's the one thing that I think could stop them a little bit is clutch time scoring and being a little more efficient when it's really coming down to it. But I think Minnesota is absolutely, absolutely legit. Any uh, division, future team future, player future bet that uh, or just market that you think is most interesting right now? So look, I always try to look at team schedule, teams that I'm interested in. I look at their schedule for the next week, two weeks, just to see what they're, they're at. And that led me to bet the Pelicans to win the Southwest division. It was plus 320. That number's gone. But I think anything more than like two, two plus 200, 225, I want to say MGM has like a rogue 275 out there. So go to bet MGM plus 275 for the Pelicans to win the Southwest. I just think as long as they can stay relatively healthy, I I don't know how much I trust the Mavericks. Rockets, I think, are going to fall back a little bit. So I think there's plenty of runway for them to win that division. Uh, They have such high upside that with the team that they have that I I really like that line. And then in the future, in the awards market, I think sixth man is wide open. I don't love anybody that's at the top because generally that goes to a sixth man on a really, really good team. And I don't know of the guys that are there, who's going to be on a team that's good enough to win that. So sticking with the Pelicans theme there and the 65 game rule does not apply to sixth man, which is very important because I think Trey Murphy could be the best player that is in that field. And it's just a matter of him getting the minutes because honestly, I think in their best lineups, maybe he's on the floor and like McCollum isn't. I know right now it's generally been Zion or JV aren't, but that's just more of a pure basketball thing. And another name is Kelly Oubre. I don't know that he goes back into the starting lineup when he comes back and that's available at like 30 to one. So when he comes back to the lineup like this week, I think that's interesting to think of a guy that's going to score. He's going to be on a really good team. Like, He is what he is, and maybe that prevents him. His reputation prevents him from winning the award. But if you're looking for points, you're looking for a really good team and a guy that's going to have a huge role, that's going to be Kelly Oubre when he gets back. So him being at 30, trying to find some long shots that might close, that's that's something else that I like. Rick Camp from 4 for 4 and Bet Spurts, who will now be texting Aaron and me with good insights. Thank you so much, Rick. We appreciate it, as always. (laughs) Thanks so much. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, latest line moves on the Week 14 NFL card. That's right here on the BetQL Network.